And now we return you to Act Three of Nick Danger, Third Eye. When the crazy escalator ride ended, I fought my way back up to the land of the living. I came to slumped over in the front seat of my own car, lying in a pool of cheap rock gut. I had a head full of ideas that were driving me insane and a mouthful of cotton candy. You want some more cotton candy, Danger? It might sober you up. Oh, my head. Bradshaw, baby. Yeah. I never thought I'd be happy to see your ugly mug. Save the wisecracks for the warden, Danger. I got you this time and I got you good. What are you talking about? Get out of that car. Hey, come on. If you can stand up and keep your hands high, I got you covered. Hey, what's this all about, Bradshaw? You know I never carry a rod. Yeah, but it's murder what some people can do with a car, and I got witnesses to prove it. There's the man. Keep me away from him. Take it easy, little lady. I don't know why you're doing this, Nancy, but it doesn't change my feelings about you. Oh, Nick, you're such a tool. All right, all right, take it easy, little lady. All right, now let's get these facts straight. Take this down, Henderson. Okay, Professor, how did it happen? Well, Sergeant... Uh, Lieutenant. Yes, Mrs. Farber and I were sitting right here in the living room engaged in a friendly round of spin the pickle, weren't we, dear? Yes, with our good friend, Mr. Rococo. Yes, and then suddenly the door flew open and this drunken madman right here drove in, honking wildly and headed straight for us. He's lying, Professor! Can it, Danger! the last possible moment, he stopped on a dime. I see. Unfortunately, the dime was in Mr. Rococo's pocket. Yes, I'm going to break your neck, Catherwood! All right, 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 right. hold it, Danger! I've heard enough. We'll get the rest of the story down at the station house from you. I've been waiting for this for years. Wise up, Bradshaw. Week in and week out, I didn't Danger, do it. playing second fiddle while you got all the girls. Come on. Well, I'm tired of being Mr. Nice Guy. See, there's going to be some changes made. Next week, this show is going to be called... Sergeant Bradshaw, Lieutenant. District Attorney! I, I'm going to have my own theme music, and it's all going to take place in Washington, D.C. No plots, just girls and, and, and guys doing nice, simple things up against Nazis and fifth columnists, and, and no Jewish writers either. I'll, I saw my I'll, chance, I'll and I took my name it. In the papers. Bradshaw my would picture never listen to my story now. Colonel it had more Linder holes in it than I have at home. My only way out was like this! <laughs> Catherwood, stop it. I've got Bradshaw's rod pressed against Nancy's tower. Now you spill the beans or I'll blow her brain out. I, I think you're bluffing, Flatfoot. No, you weren't bluffing. All right, this is Radio Drama Revival, folks, and that was The Further Adventures of Nick Danger by the Firesign Theater. Um, if you are wondering why we're playing that this week, um, unfortunately it is... A little tribute uh, to Peter Bergman, who passed away this week at the age of 72. Uh, Peter Bergman being one of the founders of the Fire Sign Theater, um, the, the troupe of Fire Signs, who, who completely transformed what radio comedy could, should, it might, might not be uh, kind of a, a whole voice of, of a generation. Uh, people who may not even think of the Fire Sign Theater as radio theater, uh, and those who got into radio theater because of the fire sign theater uh folks like rich fish who have been indelibly altered by the recordings of fire sign um so to just take a moment to acknowledge peter's passing um you know we've we've lost some greats in audio theater this year um yuri rosovsky as well um in, in the past few months so it's you know that's what happens in the passing of time, but uh, we do want to thank Firesign and go back to their records and CDs and MP3s, whatever uh, form you have to enjoy it. Uh, put on some nice headphones, uh, get 
uh, into the right frame of mind and uh, enjoy what multi-track absurdity and madness could really be. Um, yeah. So, on to the show. Uh, we are, again, commemorating Contemporary Audio Theater. We've got a big show for you. Uh, going to be featuring the first half of a production called Six Suspects. Uh, that is a whodunit murder mystery uh, set in contemporary India. It was written by the same gentleman who wrote Q&A, which was uh, the Indian drama that ultimately became uh, Slumdog Millionaire. So it is a fast-moving uh, fast moving chunk of uh, five episodes, uh, to do 15 minutes apiece, that were originally aired on uh, the BBC. Um, John Dryden is the producer of those. John Dryden, who did Severed Threads, as well as The Handmaid's Tale, which we featured previously on the show, uh, just this guy who is producing amazing work on a regular basis, location recorded uh, throughout the world. Um, we'll be talking to him next week. He's got a production coming out called Pandemic, which was recorded in uh, Brazil, Thailand, and the UK, I'm pretty sure, and about a global uh, epidemic. Yeah, but it's more of a thriller than a, a disaster story. But um, John's done a ton of great stuff. Also, the Mumbai Chuzzlewitz recently an adaptation of uh charles dickens tale set in contemporary india so um all that stuff coming up in a moment we do have our weekly dosage of the cleansed uh again you'll be hearing doses of these this each week uh the cleansed uh we we're following up from a scene last week where we first were introduced to john prophet um who we knew from the pilot episode actually uh charging down a tunnel underneath the sewers of a place called the republic um he was encountered uh, some opposition and um, after a cloud of haze we find John Prophet returning somewhere completely different uh, some time has passed and he is found by Luke and Maria a sister and brother who uh, stumble across John while they are out hunting and in this episode we meet John uh, in this episode we see the reaction of uh, Luke and Maria's parents when they bring John back to their home called the Refuge. All right, uh, second part of the cleansed. You're among the first people to hear this. Here you go. Final Room Productions presents The Cleansed, Episode 1, Chapter 2. tell you why they called it the refuge? Well, I have some guesses, but... It, it was during the long walk. The first year, you know? It, it was brutal. Yeah, well, you told me that. All I really remember was my feet freezing through my shoes. I didn't have a good pair of boots then. It was still October when we left Bangor. But by the time we got all the way up there, it was well into winter. It was Christmas Day, I think, when we first found the place. It was abandoned. Really? Yeah, there were signs of a battle. Maybe some military guys in the dwellers. But by the time we got there, it had all been fought out. David, Sam, and me, and my mom, the others who were with us, we just walked right in. It had snowed two feet that night, but for the first time that year, we were warm. So David called it the refuge. And the name stuck. 
And he hasn't given the place up since. <laughs> no. No, he hasn't. Okay, Jonas, Carl, you hold steady. I'm going up. You got it! Right. Now, let's see if it works as good in reality as it did in my head. You got a good grip? Sure do. Okay, here we go. Hold steady. One, two, three. Keep moving, keep moving. Got it, got it. Okay, Jonas, go. Yep. Got it? Okay. It's going, it's going. There it goes now, how about that? <laughs> Not bad for a radiator fan and some scrap metal. Hey, I'm getting voltage down here. Nice work. You running the pump? Yep. <laughs> right. Water, everyone, finally! David, David! Yeah. Your kids are coming back. So? They've got a stranger with them. What? A stranger. They're what? I'm coming down. Jonas, watch this. Yep. What's going on down here? Dad, we found him. He was slumped on a horse. A and... horse? Where the hell did he find a horse? Is that profit? No! Oh, no! How dare he? How dare he? Dad! I sent you for it? a buck, Maria! We tried! There... He appeared and I He's just. I don't. We're all gonna starve now. Do you understand? What did I do? Just get the hell out of here. You leave her alone. Not today, Luke. I'm too old to be told what to do. I'll treat you as old as you act. The two of you go back out and see if you can find something other than trouble out there. Yeah, okay, Dad. Damn it, Luke. Well, who is he anyway? What's the big deal? When you need to know, I'll tell you. I'll tell all of you, now back off! What the hell is going on? Look who the kids dragged in. Oh. What is going on here? Maria, dear, we'll tell you everything you need to know. Just let us deal with him. You all are crazy. I will go hunting. You and all your stupid secrets. Come on, Maria. John, goddamn prophet, after all these years. Let's get him to the infirmary. See if I can get some light. Forget it. Power's down in here. How about the shades? Sure. Jonas. I came as soon as I heard. What's going on? We have an unwelcome guest. Carl told me. The, uh... A friend of yours? Friend's not the right word. He was with us at the very beginning. We didn't see things eye to eye, let's put it that way. Uh-huh. Your kids beat this guy up or what? Maria says she fired a warning shot. The horse spooked. Horse? That's what they said. I find that hard to believe. Him being here is kind of hard to believe. Last I knew, he was headed towards New York. Fair enough, let's see. Oh, that's one hell of a chest wound. He hasn't done anything for it. Infection's getting out of control, but his vitals are strong. <laughs> this guy refuses to stop. Sounds about right. I'd feel better if you went in the night. David! You don't know about him, Jonas. Do you want me to get the others? No, not yet. People will ask questions. This place isn't big enough for secrets. I'd like to know what's going on before we start a panic. Wake him up. No! For God's sake, this man just fell off a horse. Let him rest. No rest for the wicked, Jonas. Hey, hey, Mr. Prophet, remember me? Sam, give him some water. Yeah. Please, David. Hey, Prophet, Prophet Man, you get your big bad guy or what? Here. Thanks. What's your whistle, huh? 
Not that I want to waterboard you. That's just for your enemies. Refuge. What's that? Refuge? All right, Einstein, you found it. You found your refuge. All right, that's enough, David. Come on, John, what is it? You got your tail between your legs? David! Yeah, I don't want to be too much like him. <coughs> David. You know exactly what's going on, don't you? <laughs> what's this all about? Back when it all went down, we went north, Prophet went south. That's about the whole of it. Sam. Hey, John. Been a while. Too long. Not long enough. We're all together again. Don't keep us guessing, John. Why are you here? What do you think they're talking about? I don't know. We can just keep hearing profit. Profit? Like that guy! It must be. Yeah. Why else would... What else, like, what else would make him freak out like that? I thought he was dead. Me too. Where do you think he came from? I don't know. Far enough away for them to have horses. I've always wanted to go there, you know? What? Where? Back... Like south? Why not? It'd be something different. It'd be stupid, Maria. You've heard all about the things that happened down there. That was years ago. You're still a kid. Going on 16. You didn't live through what I lived through. <sighs> She's pissed. You were always like this. You were always like this. And you've always I, I'm done. Do you, you do what you want. Let the man recover. Please, as a doctor. I'll go with what the council decides, I promise. Though I'd like to see him get what's coming. Sam! Sam! Come on! You're listening to a free podcast version of The Cleansed. To hear the rest of this episode in its entirety and uncut, visit www.thecleansed.com. You can purchase the entire director's cut for $1.99. Also see a full cast and crew list, exclusive behind-the-scenes video, character sketches, and more. Again, that's www.thecleansed.com. Or catch us next week for another free installment. New episodes of The Cleansed will go up on this podcast for free each Friday from March through October 2012. Those are available at thecleansed.com, finalrune.com, and radiodramarevival.com. The Cleansed is a Final Rune production. Find more free audio stories at www.finalrune.com. That's F-I-N-A-L-R-U-N-E.com. All right, and that was The Cleansed, Episode 1, Chapter 2. And uh, thecleansed.com, you can get the paid download of the rest of that. Um, all four parts uh, will be in one director's cut edition, a little bit trimmer, and uh, heard the entire experience for buck ninety nine. Hope you can support us, or if you just like it and want to support it, of course, there's just a plain old donate button, donate whatever you'd like. Definitely appreciate that. And um, yeah, all all sorts of interesting things happening. I should give a big shout out to the folks at We're Alive who um, not only have been uh, nominated for an Audio Award, which is kind of one of, one of the only real awards for um, audio books out there, and they've 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 been nominated in the audio drama category as well as uh, the Mark of Zorro by the late great Yuri Rosovsky. Um, two uh, pieces that I know personally the story of are in the running for that, so I'm I'm quite excited to see the audio drama category filled by those two. Um, not only have they 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 made that um, accolade and they've they've built an audience and and they've just done some really marvelous things with their series. They also. 
um, got featured on the iTunes store this past week, which is pretty darn cool. Um, they had a special banner on the iTunes store, and it shot up to the top um, downloads. I'm sure they were probably already pretty popular before that, too, but um, We're Alive is really uh, taking off, and, and, and to, to, another, to an extent that they, they are even beyond the success they've already had. So that's just awesome, uh, what they've done for the audio drama community, what they've done, what they've proven, that people love this work to the point that it, it you know, is beating out stuff from NPR. It's just awesome. Love what they're doing. Uh, let's get on to our feature. This is from the BBC, from the other side of the pond. We've got uh, six suspects. I'll, I'll give you this installment this week uh, without giving it too much away. It's really kind of a whodunit um, that explores the uh, Indian caste system and uh, current Indian politics in a really riveting way, recorded on location in India, as I mentioned, with um, uh, a full cast um, of, of the best. And here we go. Here's the first part of Six Suspects. In my long and checkered career as an investigative journalist, I have seen human greed, malice and depravity at close quarters. <laughs> You're very funny. Come on, come on. But nothing has revolted me more than the saga of this man. Hey, sweetheart. And all that it has come to represent. Scotch on the rocks for me and a martini for my lady friend here. Sorry, sir, the bar's closed. Hey, come on, one for the road, babes. I said the bar is closed, sir. Look, don't embarrass me in front of my lady friend, okay? It's only 1.30. It's okay. We close at 1.15. Okay, I'll pay double, okay? Triple, whatever. Just be a doll and go get our drinks. Go. Sorry, sir. The bar's closed. Go somewhere else. I know so many places that are open right now. You wouldn't mind. Just shut up! Get out of my way. What's your problem, man? Do you know who I am? I don't. And frankly, sir, I really don't care. You are beginning to get on my last nerve, sweetheart. So are you. Now, good night, sir. Are you going to serve us our bloody drinks or aren't you, bitch? No. No! So, what did you say you were having? Meet Vicky Rai. Industrialist, property developer, part-time film producer, full-time philanderer. Hello, hello? Mommy, I need your help. It's 2 a.m., Vicky. And son of Mamta Rai, the Home Minister of Satya Pradesh. I shot this chick in a bar. How many people saw you? I don't know, two, three hundred. And what did you do with the gun? This is me, of course, Ma. Can you take care of it? Do you think I have nothing better to do than cover up uh, for your mistakes? Everyone makes mistakes, Mom. Even you. My only mistake, Vicky, is giving birth to you. Can you take care of it or not? This isn't the first time. Even for Vicky. <laughs> stop it! Oh, stop it! You're going too fast, yeah? Ten years ago, his mother surprised him with a BMW on his 16th birthday. But that wasn't the only surprise Vicky got that night. Oh, God, my new car. Did, did you just... It's okay. They're just homeless people. But, but we, we ran... Oh, oh. They shouldn't be sleeping on the pavement anyway. Oh, oh my God. Pass me my wallet. Oh. It's what? in the glove compartment. What, what, what? My wallet. Wiki? Hey. Wiki? Hey. Just chill. Okay? You're with the Rhymeister. Everything's under control. Okay? Yeah. Okay? Yeah. 
All deaths are not equal. There's a caste system even in murder, especially in the eyes of the media. Three homeless people run over by a BMW, that's a statistic. A beautiful girl shot over the refusal of a drink, now that's news. Our reporter Nandita Mishra is there. Nandita, what's going on? Uh, well, Jatin, the uh, police have cordoned off the area around the Mango Lounge. They're not letting anyone near the premises. Standing outside the Mango Lounds at Vasan Vihar, where model and part-time bartender Ruby Gill was shot dead last night. Do you have any sense of what happened? Have you spoken to any witnesses? Yes, uh, apparently it was approaching 1.30 in the morning. The bar. industrialist Vicky Rai leaving the nightclub with a gun. Uh, lots of confusion, a lot of panic. People were screaming and just trying to get Victim out of the building. Ruby Gill was working at the bar to help pay for her studies. She was also a part-time uh, model and had only about. been living in But the overwhelming sense is that the son of the Home Minister produced a gun and Staff and students at the Swami Vivekanand College where she studied were today mourning the loss of this talented, young and beautiful girl. I'm in total disbelief. She was an excellent student, always came in top of her class. Uh, it's such a sad loss. Over the years, I've seen the rich and powerful get away with murder. This time, it's going to be different. But I'm getting ahead of myself. First, Meet Munna. See, Munna Mobile has always given you good phones, sir. Lovingly referred to by everyone at the Sanjay Gandhi slums. Of course, sir. As Munna Mobile. You want LG KF500 Venus, whatever you want, sir, I can get you. Munna can tell a Nokia 1208 from a 2612 from 100 feet away. Of course, I can get it for you, sir. Yes, yes, I'm right now picking it up. And, uh, oh, yes, one other thing you should know about Munna. He's a phone thief. Whenever he steals a phone, the owners inevitably call and Munna loves to answer. Please return it. It was a birthday present from my dad. You're happy birthday, madam. Next time, na, ask for a more expensive phone. Hello? Look, just give me back the phone. I can't afford to lose the numbers, man. I need the numbers. I want... Hey, bhaiya. Next time, just write them down in a book, okay? Huh? I will report you to the cops. You understand? Hey, Uncle Ji, you're too old to have a Blackberry Pearl anyway. But this time, the phone call he gets is very different. Hello? Hello, ha, Babu here. The bag is in the municipal dustbin behind China Blue Restaurant, Ramoji Road. Bag? Yeah, yeah, whatever you ask for is in it. Okay. Ah, Vijay, just call us when you pick it up, na? When Munna returns to his slum that evening, there's something different about it. Fancy bag, yaar, Munna. What's in it? Even Papu Peja notices. Hey, why are you ignoring me? Huh? Come on, come on, show me, show me. Hey, I'll give you one solid okay. one, okay? Okay, okay, don't show me. Is this any way to treat your childhood friend, Munna? Huh? I'm hurt, Munna. Very bad. Munna! Munna? Is it you? Hey, Jumpy. Are you really blind or have you just been fooling us all, huh? Hey, come inside. I want to show you something. Come. Jumpy is a victim of the Bhopal gas tragedy of 1984. Not that she was born then. No. As a result of the contamination, she was one of the thousands of blind and deformed babies born in the years that followed. Jumpy, you remember how Ma used to say? That God only belongs to the rich. This is our chance to be one of them. To belong to their world. What is it? 
feel this. I, is this money? Is it is it real? Of course. How did you get it? It doesn't matter. There's enough here for your surgery. And we can live off this for years. Munna, I'm not sure about this. Are you going to answer it? Huh? Kone? Ah, Vijay, did you pick it up? Huh? Ah, where are you? Wrong number. Who was that? No one. Munna, how did you get the money? This is God's will. Why should I let it go? <laughs> yes. Hey Vijay, did you just hang up? Was that the man you stole the money from? I didn't steal it. I, I found it. And what if he calls back? No chance. <laughs> now you're crazy. People here will get suspicious. No one will get suspicious. I will spend it slowly. I promise. Hello, sir. What can I do for you today? Munna doesn't intend buying a new Marks and Spencer shirt, Benetton jacket, Levi's jeans, and Nike shoes all at once. But they are necessary items. What about the GPS functionality? Having had his eye on the Nokia N96, got the new map software in it. He feels a time has come to have his own global positioning system. One that comes in a shiny box and track down where I'm going and has a warranty. Sir, I'll just check and come back, sir. Two minutes. Good. And that's when Munna sees her. Flicking through the channels of the most beautiful Toshiba plasma he has ever seen, the most beautiful girl he has ever seen. Well, unconfirmed reports that the son mm. of the Home Minister was indeed present at the mango. Sad about that girl, huh? Vicky Rai. What a bastard. Rich people get away with everything and the poor continue to suffer. It's nice to meet someone who cares about such things. Oh yeah, I do a lot of charity work. It's good to be, you know, rich, but you must give something back. Being rich is overrated. What's wrong with having some money? Haven't you heard? Money can't buy happiness. Right? I just bought this jacket for 3,000 rupees. It made me very happy. <laughs> Lucky you. What's your name? Munna. I mean, Vijay. Munna, Vijay. No, just Vijay. Then why did you say Munna? Oh, because uh, some of my friends, you know, they call me Munna Bhai because they think I look like Sanjay Dutt, you know, from that film. You look like Sanjay Dutt? Uh, yeah, you know, from some angles. I see. And uh, what do you do? Uh, Vijay. Vijay. Communications. <laughs> That's my family business. Excuse me, man. Oh, thanks so much. Uh, 700 rupees. Oh, yeah, just. Wait, wait, wait. I'll get, no, get no, no. this. I'll get this. No, no, no. Please keep the change, boy. Hey. Thank you, sir. Why did you do that? I don't even know you. What's the use of so much of money if you don't spread it around, huh? Well, thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. It was nice to meet you, Vijay. Arey, wait. Uh, uh, you didn't tell me your name. Ritu. Ritu. Uh, are you hungry? Because there is a, a very good restaurant here, top class lassi. If you want, we could. I can't. I, I, I mean, I, my family. I, I have to get home. Okay. Uh, uh, I'll be at Connaught Place tomorrow. Maybe I'll see you there. Hmm. 
Ben, finish the story, no? Yeah, so Karishma Kapoor's father gets very angry. When Munna first met Ritu, all he wanted to do was chat up a sophisticated girl. And that's where the problem is. He didn't expect he would long to see her every day. Then what? They just get married. They get married in my temple. <laughs> Hindi movies are so unrealistic. Why? Wouldn't you fall in love with your driver if, you know, he was as good looking as me? You don't know what my family is like. Arey, but what are they like? You never tell me about them. I will. Once I know you better. Something wrong? Why do you keep looking over your shoulder? Uh, nothing. Nothing. No. But it wasn't nothing. Ever since Munna found that bag, he had the constant feeling that he was being watched. Sir, madam, fifty no. rupees no, only. No, no, thank you. Sir, sir, buy it now. God will keep you together, sir. Forever, sir. Fifty rupees, huh? Only fifty rupees for no, you, special. Vijay, I don't even want it. But if it keeps us together, it's worth it, na? Yeah. <laughs> Keep the change. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Salaam, Adra Jodi, Abhi, sir. Hmm, the wonton soup, veg, hakka noodles, and um, what's your favorite dish? Uh, Maggi noodles. He's so funny, <laughs> and the uh, um, paneer manchurian. Thank you. <laughs> You're so beautiful when you laugh. Uh, here, I brought you something. <gasps> this is a real diamond. I can't accept this ring, Vijay. Please, please, please take it. I, I really want you to know that you mean a lot to me. You, you mean so much to me that I can't lie to you anymore. Lie about what, Vijay? Ritu, Ritu, the thing is, I'm, I'm not. What is it? Ritu, just excuse me. Why are you following me? Hmm? What do you want from me? What's your problem? I'll tell you what my problem is. You've been following me all day. I've seen you. Listen. Hey, you listen to me. I've done nothing wrong. Get the hell out of here. I don't want to see you again. Okay? Get lost. I'm sorry you had to see that. Vijay, there's something you should know. I, I, I know that man. What? The man who's been following us—he's he, my bodyguard. Bodyguard? Yes. <laughs> Thank God. I thought. <laughs> what a relief. I mean. No, it's not a relief. You don't understand. My family is overprotective. Ritu, listen to me. You. <laughs> Look, you really shouldn't have done that. He'll be back with the others. He'll tell my brother. Ritu, I didn't know he was your. I I've got to go. Ritu, wait. No, let me go, Vijay. I don't know what I was thinking. You're not safe around me. You don't know my brother. Your brother. I'll talk to your brother. I'll, I'll tell him how I feel about you. Talk? You can't talk to my brother. No one can. Why? Vijay, my brother is Vicky Rai. Vicky Rai? Yes. You still want to talk to him? You still want to see me? Yeah, I didn't think so.
Here you go, sir. Wonton soup. Hello, sir. Table for two? There he is. This the one? Yeah, yeah. <coughs> Hi, boss. Hello. I, I didn't know you were a bodyguard. You want some Hakka noodles, please? You like making scenes in public, no? No, no, boss. It misunderstands. Now, now we'll show you how it's done. No, no! Oh! Munna dreamed of belonging to the world of the rich. But his dream was turning into a nightmare. Sorry, I'm sorry. Listen, just let me go. Listen, no, 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 no. Now you listen. Next time you even look at my boss's sister, no, you will have more than soup in your face. You understand? Hmm? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you. Good night. There are many more nightmares in store for Munna. After all, he still has a bag of money that doesn't belong to him under his bed. That's the thing about money. Having too much can be as problematic as having too little. In tomorrow's column, I will tell you about someone else's nightmare. It's not unconnected. This is Arun Advani signing off. You don't have to be a nobody to be a victim. Being a celluloid goddess comes with its share of difficulties. No one knows this better than Shabnam Saxena. Welcome to Ramble with Raman. I'm Raman Johar and we are live with one of Bollywood's finest actresses whose latest hit International Dilwale has swept the box office overnight. It's lovely to have you here, Shabnam. It's great to be here, Raman. May I say, you are looking absolutely stunning, isn't oh, she? <laughs> thank you, thank you. So, International Dilwale, it's a story of a girl who has pulled herself out of poverty to become an international spy. That's right. Not unlike your own story. In what way exactly? Well, you had a poor upbringing in some little village in the north, right? Well, uh, that's where the similarity ends, Raman. Why don't we talk about the film? Yeah, sure. Touch up, where is makeup? Chalo, makeup. He's getting on my nerves. Just laugh at whatever he says and play down the intelligence quotient. Otherwise, Starbuzz will start calling you Shabnam PhD. That's Reshma Agarwal, Shabnam's manager. Well, more like her man Friday. Has anyone called? Why? Who are you expecting? No one, I just. Give me that. Hello? I just saw you in International Dilwale. You look hot with a gun in your hands. Vicky, how did you get this number? You can change your number as much as you want. I will always find you, baby. We have two lousy dates. It's not going to work out. Why not? Are you serious? You. You killed that girl. We're live in 30 seconds, Mr. Senna. What happened to innocent and proven guilty? I'm only guilty of loving you, baby. I've got to go. I'm going to be in Bombay on Friday. Should I drop in? I'll be busy. Goodbye, Vicky. Next time he calls, tell him I'm dead. Next time you want to date someone, ask me first. I'm supposed to be your manager. Mom, Mom, can you look up? Please? Take it and tell him what I said. Hello? She says she's... Oh. It's your sister. Saira! Shabnam gets a hundred calls a day from eager producers and crazy fans. This is the only call she longs for. Saira! 
Abu and Ami went out, so I thought I'd call you quickly. I'm so happy to hear from you, Saira. I'm so happy. Shablam ji, now. Did you get the birthday card I sent you? You sent a card. Really? I I'll look for it at home, Saira. Thank you. Abu, I saw your new movie. You dance and act just like you. No, Saira. You just study hard and and be good, okay? Listen to everything Ami tells you. Uh, welcome back to Ramble with Raman. We are waiting with bated breath for our guest Shabnam Saxena. Ma'am, please, ma'am, right? Come on, come on. Shabnam, just love story with a twist. To... Ah, there she is. A big round of applause for the late Miss Saxena. <laughs> से I'm the best patient they've ever had. Oh, that's good. You're a brave boy. Here you go. Shabnam ji. I want to ask you a question. Of course, anything. Ask me anything, sir. Are you a virgin? Get rid of him. Sorry, Mr. Please, 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 please. Shabnam had been asked that question before, but never by a 12-year-old. Not touching guys, not touching. Only please photo. Please, one photo. I remember that incident well. because it was the first time i met shabnam face to face mr saxena i work for news today may i ask you a question please shabnam get in the car will you be testifying at the vicky rai trial vicky rai why would i be you were dating vicky isn't that right no comment no comment you don't care that he'll get away with murder this has nothing to do with me you have a responsibility ma'am today it was ruby tomorrow it could be ravi when i say bring the car immediately i mean immediately do you understand sorry ma'am calm down shabnam Did I do the right thing? Huh? That reporter should I have made a statement. Are you crazy? Vicky Rai's mother is the home minister. If you want an income tax rate or passport problems, just keep your mouth shut. Ruby Gill's murder trial has nothing to do with you. The next day 865 of Shabnam's friends gather to wish her a happy birthday. But when the cameras are off and the crowds are gone. What's wrong? She said she sent a birthday card. Where's her birthday card, Reshma? Why am I surrounded by letters from people I don't know? What did I tell you? Forget about your family. They didn't take care of you when you were young and they don't care about you now. She cares, Reshma. She cares. Maybe your sister cares. But how can you have a relationship with someone who's not allowed to call you? It's getting in the way of your work. Please, Shabnam. Forget them. Are you okay? Yes. I'm going home now, okay? Okay. I'm taking some cake home for my kids, okay? Mm. 
well, okay? Okay. Every night when Shabnam closes her eyes, the green fields and blue lakes of Azamgarh, where she spent her childhood, come vividly to life in her mind. Shabnam, chalo, beta. Masti nahi karte, beta, chalo. But they are soon obliterated by the memory of her father throwing her out and separating her from the very thing that she cares about most. Good morning, it's 7 o'clock and I'm Rohit Mishra with the news headlines. A witness who claimed to have seen Vicky Rai pull the gun on Ruby Gill has retracted his statement. Vicky Rai's mother, Home Minister Mamta Rai, has been unavailable for comment. What does Police it mean now? made any arrests so far. In other headlines today, a Chennai Express has been derailed yes, at is downstairs, screaming and honking. Your video taking was one hour before she said. Oh my God. Tell her I'll be there in 15 minutes. Being an international spy is not easy on my hair. Can you hold the gun closer to the shampoo bottle? Like this? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And more sexy style? Taking. Ready. Roll camera. Rolling. Action. Being an international spy is not easy on my hair. Cut. Just give me a second. Okay. No seduction. Hmm. Shampoo's your lover. Right. It's tasty, fruity. Think seduction. We have to be on set at six tomorrow, okay? Okay. Oh. I almost forgot. This is for you. <laughs> it is the best birthday card she has ever received. A painting of Shabnam. More real than any photograph has ever captured. She's quite an artist. Takes after her sister. <laughs> Thank you, Reshma. Early night, Shabnam. Mm. Okay. Good night. Good night. Raju. Meena. I'm home. Chai dena, please. Meena! Raju? Raju? What are you doing? You! Dear diary, I wish that creep would stop calling me. His voice sends shivers down my spine. I'm sure he killed Ruby Gill. Give it to me, Vicky. Wait, wait. This is the best one from three months ago. Dear Diary, I met producer Vicky Rye today. He's very charming, very sexy and dangerous. I hope he calls me. <laughs> this is beautiful, Shrabs. You should get it published. You get out of my house. Raju! Meena! I give the servants the night off. What do you want from me? 
I resent your tone, Shabu baby. After all, I am your boyfriend. Don't you understand? I want nothing to do with you. Leave me alone, Vicky. I, I already have a boyfriend. Okay. Who is he? He, he lives abroad. Are you lying to me? Believe whatever you want to believe. Dump him now. You can't make me do anything. I can make you do whatever I want. I can even make you love me. You're crazy. I will never love you. So much negativity. You know your dad is right. You would be a terrible influence on Sarah. What do you know about Sarah? That she looks like you. That you love her more than anything. You know. What about in that little diary of yours? Leave Saira out of this. And she wants to be an actress. Isn't that sweet? Why don't you send her to me? I'm producing some films. I'm sure if she's as talented as you are. Vicky, please. Why haven't you told her the truth, Shabnam? What did you read in my diary? Look, I'm telling you, as your boyfriend, she will hate you forever if she finds out accidentally. You tell me what you read. I read enough to understand you better, babe. Teenage pregnancy. Ouch. <laughs> what did your daddy do? Oh, right. He threw you out, didn't he? I bet they never told Sarah who her real mother was. Leave her out of this. <laughs> Wouldn't it be terrible if this leaked out to the newspapers? Imagine how devastating it would be for Sarah to discover the truth on TV. Imagine how her life would change. Imagine how your life will change when the world discovers your sordid little secret. Oh, that squeaky clean image of yours! What people say? Oh, oh, come here, come here, oh baby, come here. Listen, Vicky will make everything all right. Okay. I promise. I don't want her to suffer. It's okay. Now, go wear something sexy. I'm taking you out for dinner. Hmm? Okay? Shabnam? Okay, Vicky. You don't have to be a nobody to be a victim. There were many more lives that would be crushed by Vicky Rai before February the 15th, 2009. But that's for another day. This is Arun Advani signing off. In my career as an investigative journalist, I've pieced together some puzzling stories of people who just happened to be at the wrong place at the wrong time. No one more so Where? than Larry Page. Where am I? Sarojini Naidu Hospital. You were shot. They found you in a drain. You're lucky to be alive. Ma'am, uh, I've got no money. Oh. 
Do you have someone you can call? No. Do you remember what happened to you? Larry remembered everything. India hadn't been at all what he expected. Hello there. I'm Larry Page from America. I'm Biddy. Pleasure to make your acquaintance, Biddy. When he first boarded that plane to Delhi, Larry was a cheerful, hopeful man in love. When she sent me her photograph, I knew she was the one. So we uh, we fixed a date, and she asked me for five thousand dollars to make the wedding arrangements. You have spoken to this girl, right? Nope. <laughs> She's so poor, she can't even afford a phone. Would Would you like to see her photograph? Ain't she the most beautiful girl in the world? Aren't I lucky? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you this, man, but you've been had. What are you talking about, Biddy? Every Indian knows her. This is the Bollywood actress Shabnam Saxena. No, this is my fiance. No, dude, this is a still from Shabnam's latest movie, International Dilwale. You're dead wrong, Biddy. But Larry doesn't see her when he lands. He waits all day and finally decides to find a hotel. Five hundred rupees per night. Breakfast is eight to nine. Extra person fifty rupees per hour. Smoking only in TV room. Okay, thank you. Advance payment, please. Here you go. Room is not ready. Wait in TV room over there. We will call you. Okay. छोटे चार सौ दो में बैग रख बिलाल बेग फ्रॉम कश्मीर प्लीज टू मीट यू अमेरिकन हाँ फर्स्ट टाइम इन इंडिया या बोला डोंट कीप योर बैग ओपन Someone will steal your wallet. Oh, thank you. You've been here long. Tell me, Mr. Page, why doesn't your country just quit Iraq? Well, they need to get that Saddam guy right. Ignorance is bliss, huh, Mr. Page? Being an international spy is not easy on my head. How do I travel the world? That girl. That girl. What's the matter? You look like you've seen a ghost. That's Shabnam Saxena. She's an actress. Larry? Larry, you okay? Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. Chote. Jaldi se pani le aa. Chai pani ko jaldi le aa. I'm going to do you a favor and spare you Larry's angst. But believe me, there was plenty of it. In a week, Delhi has blown his mind, blasted his intestines, and broken his heart. He's about to give up all hope when he sees a sign that says Shylock Detective Agency. Hello, hello. Well, 
welcome, welcome. Come in, sir. Have a seat, have a seat. Come in. Uh, my name's Larry Page from America. Detective Gupta, humbly at your service. What can I get for you? Tea, coffee, cold drink? Uh, I'll have a Coke. ट्रिकर Before I leave, I just want to meet her and ask her why she did it. We were going to get married. I sent her $5,000 for our wedding. She sent me this photograph telling me this was her. Do you know who this really is? Yeah, I know. The actress Shubhna Saxena. No. Sir, right. Agle hafte se cash only. only and how much more will i have to give you 20000 for all the research details investigation running around lot you know yeah but where am i going to get that kind of money don't worry something will happen thank you for calling nevada it solutions this is pete how may i help you thank you for calling insurance aras this is trisha how may i help you pc guru yes. helpline this is larry how may i be of assistance Larry prospers in his job at the call center. He gets along with everyone and is always ready to share some good old-fashioned homespun advice. Some people can learn by reading or watching. The rest have to pee on the electric fence by themselves. <laughs> What does being on the electric fence mean? It means there ain't nothing in life worthwhile that don't come hard. Genius. The man is a genius. Larry keeps his eye on the prize. Hello Mr. Gupta. Ah, um, Mr. Page. <laughs> Good to see you. Did you find her? Uh, do you have the 20 grands? Okay, okay. Sit down. Thank you, sir. Now, where is your file? Hmm. You see, the initials in her fake name gave her away. S S. Sapna Singh, the girl who wrote to you, is indeed Shabnam Saxena. But. Why would a famous actress write to me? She must want to be with someone who doesn't know who she is. But why would she ask for money to arrange the wedding? That was a test to see if you truly love her. But why didn't she come to the airport? Mr. Page, you asked too many questions. 
Why don't you meet her in person and ask her yourself? Really? How? I have her address. Let me see. Congratulations, Mr. Page. Your fiancé is every man's dream girl. I'm very envious of you, huh? Very envious indeed. A long train and short bus ride later, Larry is outside Shabnam Saxena's house. Hello? Anybody home? Oh, uh, hello. Is this Shabnam's house? And who might you be? I I'm Larry Page. From America? What do you want? What? I want to see Shabnam. I'm, I'm her fiancé. Her fiancé? Oh, that's me. <laughs> Well, it's an honor to meet you. Congratulations. You are? Vicky Rai, Shabnam's friend. She's not at home, uh, but I can take you to her. Yeah, come, follow me. My car's just down here. So, uh, where'd you say you're from? I'm from Denton. Shabnam lied to Vicky about a man she was in love with. The consequence of that lie was far greater than she would ever know. She's spoken so much about you. Shabnam spoke about me? Really? Yeah. I've just been dying to meet you. She didn't show up at the airport. I thought maybe something was wrong. Hmm. She's been having some, you know, family problems. Well, whatever it is, I'll help her. I mean, that's what I'm here for, Mr. Vicky. I'm going to take her back to America and marry her, just like we planned. How long have you known her? I can't say we really know each other. You never can, Larry. You never can. You just know it's right with some people. Well, isn't that so, Mr. Vicky? <laughs> you, uh... You sure like to travel fast. It's no fun if you slow down. Yeah, well, uh, hold your horses now. I, I want to stay in one piece for my shopping. <laughs> Ouch. This is it. What is this place? Come, I'll show you. So one of my many developments, 38 apartments, really high spec. It's gonna be awesome. Is Shabna here? Yeah. Where? Right through there. Go on. Right through there. Okay. Shabna. Shabnam, are you there? There's no one. Whoa, 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 hold on. 
Wait a minute, don't you? Don't you? You will never be with Shabnam. I'm in Bombay. I need your help. Where... Where am I? Sarojini Naidu Hospital. You were shot. I found you in a drain. You're lucky to be alive. Ma'am, uh, I've got no money. Oh. Larry survived but something inside him would never recover. Vicky Rai, on the other hand, slept peacefully that night and for, well, a few nights to follow. But I'll save that for another day. This is Arun Advani, signing off. All right, and that was part one of Six Suspects, um, produced by John Dryden for BBC Radio 4. Adapted from the book by Vikas Swarup, the book of the same name, Six Suspects, and um, hope you enjoyed that. Um, if you can, of course, purchase the entire thing. It's available on Audio Go from the BBC Radio for your enjoyment. Um, that's about it for this week. Uh, of course, 200 hours plus of downloads at radiodramarevival.com. Um, podcast links, uh, news up there, wireless theaters doing some contests. There's uh, you know, stuff coming out for Passover. There's new advancements from folks that we know. I mean, there's so much is happening in the audio drama world. This is a very exciting time to be following this art form. Um, you should probably join us on Facebook as well. There's an audio drama lovers group. There is the audiodramatalk.com, kind of our living room of this whole genre. And of course, uh, you know, my site has links to all these other people out there that you can continue your exploration of modern audio theater. Welcome. Welcome to the party. Um, you can also find us on Twitter, hit up at Radio Drama, search Facebook for Radio Drama Revival. Find us on iTunes, Radio Drama Revival. Um, go ahead and leave a review there. We'd really appreciate it. That wraps it up for this week. Radio Drama Revival is produced by yours truly, Fred Greenhalgh. Copyright of individual shows remains that our original producers, but do please share this show as far and widely as you like. Radio Drama Revival originates in on-air radio at WMPG-FM, Southern Maine's community radio. It is podcast at radiodramarevival.com as a labor of love. Till next time, keep your mind and your ears open. Thanks for tuning in and have a great week. Mm-hmm.